Welcome to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SiliconAugaNews.com podcast, bringing you conversations behind the stories we tell and report. I'm your host, news and sports reporter and content manager, Hannah Hammonds, alongside my co-host, Radio Alabama brand manager, Darden Walton. Darden, how are you today? Having a good day today, Hannah. What about you? Oh, I'm having a great day, and I'm so excited that we are here for our third episode, and we have a very special guest with us today. I can't wait. I can't wait to talk either. about who we're bringing in. Sylacauga Mayor Jim Heigl is in the building today. We're doing big stuff over here. Yes, we are. You can watch our video podcast weekly on the SiliconAugaNews.com, Mix 106.5, and Kicks 100.3 Facebook pages. Listen on air and find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you like to listen. We're going to take a quick break. You are listening to and watching Behind the Headlines, the weekly SiliconAugaNews.com podcast, bringing you conversations behind the stories we tell and report. We'll be back in a minute. Maybe you're looking for that perfect home in the Silicaga area, or you're being transferred and need to quickly sell your existing home. Let your hometown realtor help. Whether it's buying, selling, or renting a home, owner and broker Greg Tubbs of Fairmont Realty can help you. Fairmont Realty is located at 208 North Broadway in downtown Sylacauga, next to Odie's Deli. View their listings online at fairmont-realty.com. Fairmont Realty, your hometown realtor. Welcome back to Behind the Headlines. In just a few minutes, we will be talking with Sylacauga Mayor Jim Heigl. But first, we are going to discuss some news from around Sylacauga and the state of Alabama. First, we have some very sad news come out of the city of Sylacauga. The Talladega County Sheriff's Office is investigating a homicide. Deputies with the Talladega County Sheriff's Office, along with members of the Childersburg Fire Department, responded to a call of an unresponsive person on Brown Road in Sylacauga on September 28th at approximately 5.30 p.m. The unresponsive individual was identified as Amir Sherrod Townsend, 18, of Sylacauga. Investigators arrived uh, to process the scene for evidence and located witnesses. Mr. Townsend was pronounced deceased at the scene by Talladega County Coroner Shaddix Murphy. The preliminary cause of death is an apparent gunshot wound. The victim was transported to the Alabama Department of Forensic Sciences for an autopsy. This is an ongoing homicide investigation. And anybody that has any information on this is encouraged to contact the Talladega County Investigators Division or um, anonymous tips can be left with the Talladega County Sheriff's Department. Darden, this is stuff that we are seeing happen more and more often around our hometown and that's very concerning. Oh, absolutely. These are definitely the worst types of stories to read when you hear about people in your community being victims of violence like this. It's really awful and I hope that his family has peace that things get better in the city. Like I said, anybody with any information, please reach out to the Talladega County Sheriff's Department on this. Last week, we discussed a, a murder that happened in Coosa County, which is just over the county line. So it's it's getting really close to home now. It is. It is. That's something that we didn't have to worry about a few years ago, and now it's happening more and more often. Um, I hope that the investigation goes well, and I trust the Little Cog Police to take care of that. I'm just hoping for the best, 
But in better news, Governor Ivey has announced federal assistance for Alabama hurricane survivors. On Monday, she's announced that Hurricane Sally survivors in Baldwin, Escambia, and Mobile counties have been approved for federal disaster assistance. FEMA approved housing grants to individuals and families totaling $11,153,079. That's phenomenal. It is. It's much better news to come out. We know we got hit pretty hard by the hurricane on especially our coastal cities, and it looks like we've got some help coming for those families. That is amazing, and that's something that they need right now. I know a lot of families are still struggling um, from the impact from Hurricane Sally. Mm-hmm. In other news, Governor Kay Ivey applauds the Trump administration for supplying Alabama with over 1 million rapid COVID-19 test. We've got a lot coming out from COVID-19 and Kay Ivey has obviously been very busy recently because she also has issued an amended safer at home order. Uh, She's said that the safer at home order now states that Alabama mask ordinance has been extended to November 8th, 2020. Everybody needs to stay safe. We're going to see how this continues to unfold and hopefully we continue handling this situation to the best of our ability. Will we see this virus follow us into 2021? Well, Hannah, I can only give you my opinion. (laughs) I fear yes, but I do think that Alabama is taking the right steps to keep our citizens safe. And as long as we listen to KIV, I know she's thinking about our best interests, that's for sure. Yeah, we're not completely out of the woods yet, but our numbers continue to get better in terms of how many positive cases that we are reporting each day. So I think we are headed in the right direction in terms of how to be able to fight COVID-19. I agree with you. Um, The Silicaga homecoming this week was canceled due to COVID-19. Yeah, we're back with COVID-19 and some sad news. I really hate that for those high schoolers. I know that they've had a rough go of it just in this past year alone with COVID-19. It's definitely interrupted the typical high school experience uh, from graduation, being postponed now to seniors maybe potentially missing their homecoming game, except that I recognize that they did reschedule it for Talladega next week. Yeah, they will still have their um, regular homecoming game next week against Talladega and announce the homecoming queen and king. Um, And our neighbors just down the road in Fayetteville last week was their homecoming as well. That's our alma mater. It is. So, of course, we keep up with them as well. And last week they were supposed to play Victory Christian, but it was also canceled due to COVID-19. Yeah, definitely hurts my heart, especially, as you said, it being our alma mater. I I just hate that for them. And, again, hopefully we can kick COVID and start getting better with this. Now, I haven't heard if the Fitwell game will be rescheduled mm-hmm. so they can enjoy their homecoming so the seniors can yeah. have this last raw. Mm-hmm. But you know, I really hope that they have that opportunity because I know that homecoming week in high school was something mm-hmm. that I look forward to, especially my senior year. Yeah. So. And I know Silicaga did something similar. They continued to have their homecoming festivities. They changed them up a bit because of COVID-19. It's sad that the virus is continuing to affect these students, but they're really resilient, and it looks like – they're just making the best of it. Speaking of Silicaga, they actually did hold community-wide activities for homecoming week this week at the football stadium after school um, at 7 p.m. Each night they had karaoke night, movie night, kickball night, and a community-wide pep rally. So <laughs> that was something to keep a little bit of normalcy there. Yeah. And they also um, still had their normal dress-up days, and they competed on social media, and each class got points based off of how many photo submissions that they submitted. We're definitely keeping spirits high in Silicaga. 
Yes, we are. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening and watching Behind the Headlines, the weekly SiliconAugaNews.com podcast, bringing you conversations behind the stories we tell and report. You can watch our video podcast weekly on SiliconAugaNews.com, Mix 106.5, and Kicks 100.3 Facebook pages. Listen on air and find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you like to listen. We'll be back in a minute. Maybe you're looking for that perfect home in the Sylacauga area, or you're being transferred and need to quickly sell your existing home. Let your hometown realtor help. Whether it's buying, selling, or renting a home, owner and broker Greg Tubbs of Fairmont Realty can help you. Fairmont Realty is located at 208 North Broadway in downtown Sylacauga, next to Odie's Deli. View their listings online at fairmont-realty.com. Fairmont Realty, your hometown realtor. the weekly SiliconAugaNews.com podcast, bringing you conversations behind the stories we tell and report. Today, we are in studio with Sylacauga Mayor Jim Heigl. Mr. Heigl, how are you today? Just fine. Thank you so much for the opportunity to address the public and be part of your show. Oh, you're so welcome. We are more than happy to have you in here. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, been here since 1949. Father came here from Niagara Falls, New York. Uh, first line supervisor with Kimberly Clark, two machine operation, and naturally it grew into a four. And uh, uh, finished, uh, graduated from uh, Main Avenue Grammar School, <laughs> graduated from Sylacauga High School, along with my uh, daughter and my grandchildren all graduated from Sylacauga High School. Part of the S Club alumni and support our school highly. It's very important for us, for the city and everything. Uh, went to college two years, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, didn't know what I was going to do. I got my draft notice after my second year in college. And uh, I already had, uh, didn't know what I wanted to do, so I went ahead and took my draft notice. I went in there and wound up, because I had a couple years of college, they put me as a platoon leader, first platoon, ninth battalion. And uh, that was quite interesting. I had four squads, the 12 of each squad. And uh, after that, they sent me to Fort Sill, Oklahoma, for field artillery. I was all gun-ho, I was ready to go airborne, you know, we were going to jump with these 105 Hollisers, you know. And I woke up one morning, and I said, crying out loud, this is not for me. So I went and found me a recruiter. I said, what else you got in the military? You know, he looked at my record here. He opened that thing. Hey, we need you in the Signal Corps. I thought that was pretty interesting. It sounded good. I said, where? He said, we're going to send you back to Fort Gordon, Georgia, where I took my basic training. And uh, we're going to send you back to Signal School. He said, we need you. I said, all right. He said, you start Monday. That was two days away. So they discharged me from being a U.S., which was the draftee. Stood out for 24 hours. They swore me back into the military as a regular army. <laughs> But it was, it, I had a very interesting uh, military career. Uh, after finishing uh, uh, signal school, uh, they flew us out to San Francisco. They couldn't believe that. We went to pick up our travel orders from a captain at Fort Gordon. And he looked at that and said, what are you doing flying to California? I said, nobody flies to California. Everybody goes by train. The funny part about that, he picks up the phone, he calls somebody. I don't know, he's a higher ranking officer than he was. I know that because he said, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. And he said, yes, sir, I understand, sir. Hung up the phone, handed us our travel orders, and said, go to your beach truck, uh, send us to Atlanta to fly out to California. <laughs> but the reason we had to be there, because our MOS was needed in Southeast Asia. Uh, that was for turnover. They already had groups over there. There was four of us that went over there together. And we had to be in San Francisco to be on the troop ship, which is USSWA man. And that was a beautiful trip. 
I want to give a million dollars for that trip I made over there, but I want to take a million dollars and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was very exciting. But I enjoyed my tour over there. It was from 62, December 62 to December 64. I took a year's uh, extension over there, and I got out at a good time in 64 because of the Tet events and other things that popped up. I thought about staying in, but uh, I looked at Timothy Clark and decided to go with them. And I spent 37 years with them, and that was enjoyable. Started off at the bottom, sweeping floors all the way up uh, to a machine coordinator and department superintendent. So I got tired. I got bored. Timothy Clark, they gave me a <laughs> uh, retirement there. So I took that. I stayed on with U.S. Alliance, and Bowater was coming in. I said, well, it's time for me to go. So I retired. And Second time, it was boring, so I just started running for public office. <laughs> <laughs> Could you tell us a little bit more about what you learned during your time in the military? Leadership, directive, following orders. Very, very, very important. Working together to accomplish your goals. That's, that's what I learned. I served as platoon guide, uh, platoon leader, first platoon. Like I said, they had four squads on each platoon. There were 12 men in each squad. That was the basics. We learned the basics through that. And I had to learn it a lot quicker and faster than they did. Uh, we had books and everything else. I had to do it. I had to know it before they knew it. And, uh, that, and to me, that was important. But most of the things I get involved with, I go whole hog. You know, I, I just go all the way with it. I don't just do it part-time. I want to do it all the way, and I want to do it right. Yes, but sir. people have to work together to, make, to accomplish anything. For sure. And what is one thing about yourself that you feel people don't know that they should know about you? Well, I can't think of anything that people don't know about me, you know. I try to keep my nose clean. <laughs> but uh, I enjoy the city. I enjoy the people. I want to serve them the best of my ability, and I want our city to grow. What are some things you do during your free time when you're not in the office? Well, uh, I leave the office periodically, you know, if I haven't got anything scheduled. The secretary always notifies me if I have anybody coming in or calls. But I'd like to ride around town. I get with the department superintendents. I get with the police chief. I get with the fire chief. Uh, them. And, of course, if I get the opportunity, I'm going to slip off and play around the golf or two. You were just reelected for your second term as mayor of Sylacauga. What made you decide to run for mayor originally? I know you mentioned being bored after Kimberly Clark, but were there specific reasons that you decided to run for mayor? I got involved uh, in 2006 uh, with the, uh, and got going to all the meetings, all the board meetings that the council approved back then. And I got interested in Bob Green. He's got me interested in this too. He and I graduated together. And I ran for uh, District 1. I won that, and the council appointed me as president of the city council, which I enjoyed. I, I was so ignorant. I had to learn a lot during that period of time. It takes almost four years to learn all this stuff with the government. Of course, Sam, uh, he passed away, and I was sworn into his position. And I was, we were fairly close, you know. Sam had a lot of great friends. I ran for re-election in uh, 2013 and, uh, for the same district rather than mayor. I ran for District 1, and I lost by three votes. And uh, I really didn't have my heart in I didn't even hardly get out there and campaign like I should have. But anyway, 2014, I followed up with the next council for between 14 and 16. And uh, I wasn't satisfied with what was going on. And I told them in 2014, I was going to run for mayor of Silicon Valley, and which I did. And 
by the grace of God, I was elected mayor for four years, and I enjoy it so much. We've got a lot accomplished, things that we had to get. The city needed, the people needed it. And, uh, of course, I want to run for re-election as well because we're not finished. we still got a lot more to do. Our city's got a lot of opportunities we need to take advantage of. We've got to get away from the status quo and move forward. We need to work together to do that. What experience have you gained that has prepared you to lead the city of Sylacauga? Well, just my experience uh, from 2006 on in military uh, leadership has all been a part of it, you know. Working with people, learning how people listen to them and uh, follow their directions and look into their uh, opinions and ideas. Don't, don't just ignore them because it's not your opinion or idea, but listen to them and see if it's uh, pragmatic or possible for, to do that, you know. We've seen business in Sylacauga expand over the last few years, both local and otherwise. How has that affected the city and the citizens of Sylacauga? As far as uh, business, especially downtown area, we don't worry too much about 280 quarter. It's growing, it's still growing. It's still got some more things coming out there, but downtown areas was always uh, one of my passions, you know, to do what we can. There's two things that did. We got the ordinances changed for people who own these buildings. They're more, uh, they can do more than just uh, use it for retail. They can live in them now. Uh, if they got the room upstairs, they can put apartments up there. They can lease them. They can rent them. They can run a business downstairs. And they don't. If they want to live in their buildings, the square footage is sufficient. They could even live in the back of the building, you know, and do their business out front. Downtown is growing. We got a lot of history of uh, downtown that we, and uh, Alan Sanders and his wife have done a beautiful job. Uh, they've invested in a lot of our buildings. The CDA, Commercial Development Authority, which is one of the boards appointed by the city council, they're starting to make a move now see improvements in that area. Are there any plans for continuing the expansion of businesses in Sylacauga? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're, uh, there's incentives in there that have been placed out there for people to do it. And you see a lot more of our buildings are starting to open up. We just had another a boutique open up, you know, which was very nice. And uh, the dress shop for the wedding gowns, I never, people, <laughs> Kim, as you know, has opened that up. I knew her daddy, uh, Joe, Doug for years and years. He had that store, and she came in there, and somebody couldn't see what. How were you going to sell dresses like this, wedding dresses, and all this in Sylacauga? But people are coming from all over, Florida, Georgia, California. They come from New York. They come all through here now. I mean, the business that she's built is wonderful. How it's expanded it, and that's that's growth for Sylacauga. I know you said we don't focus much on the 280 corridor because it is still growing. Um, are there any retailers or corporations that will be coming to the 280 corridor in the near future? There are retailers and other stores coming to the 280 corridor. You can't speak on those? Uh, not at this time. Gotcha. But uh, I'm pushing, well, pushing, working uh, to get our James Payton Boulevard uh, resurfaced and widened. Uh, we're going to have a uh, excessive amount of traffic coming through there in the future. Also, we met with LDOT. Uh, Last week, I met with them a couple months ago, and they, they appropriated some funds for us to pave Payton Boulevard. And also, they're working in Childersburg, the bridge, they're working east now down 280, and they'll be coming into Sylacauga pretty soon uh, with these intersections. And intersection of uh, Gene Stewart Boulevard and uh, Payton Boulevard is going to be double in width uh, to handle the amount of traffic, and the lights will be changed as well to bring them up to date for the flow of traffic in that area. I know that's really exciting for us to hear as, you know, 
part of the media, but also definitely as citizens, that's very exciting for us to hear. Uh, speaking of expanding and doing more in the city, recently there was land that was annexed into Sylacauga. How has that benefited the city? Most of the land that was annexed into Sylacauga, these were private properties owned by people, you know, and uh, when they annex, we do not rezone them. We leave the zoning as they are. If they were uh, whatever uh, they were at the time, whether uh, farming or whatever it was. The majority of the people who have annexed into the city of Sylacauga had their children in our schools. And that was costing them about $1,500 a year to do that. And so when the opportunity came, these were contingent, these were properties that were touching the city limits of Sylacauga. And that's the main reason most of them came in here, because that, and that saved them that $1,500 a year. Uh, also, uh, we had non-contingent properties outside the city limits that people wanted to dump. Ron Johnson, God rest his soul, who's passed on now, he was able to help us. We get him to take these properties that requested it. He carries it down to the house in Montgomery, and they look at it, and they pass it, and then they give it uh, uh, to our uh, senator for them to look at it. And uh, those, uh, I think we had about seven or eight of those. But it's, it's growth for Silicon. We're starting to expand. And also the county has given up the uh, county roads in the uh, Mill Village area. Uh, Tennessee Avenue, Twin Streets, and that area in there. Now we'll be taking those over and we'll be maintaining them, cleaning them, and maintaining the sidewalks and ditches and, and the, uh, the putting up, uh, cutting grass in the Twin Street area. Of course, we have the uh, sports flex out there, not the sports flex, but we have a uh, sports, uh, what we used to call the Comer softball fields. We've got that. And we're able to get all that cleaned up. We're able to get uh, Lake uh, Howard all cleaned up. Now we've got that in great shape now. It's Civil War Trail. And, and it's uh, coming in, in the Penhody Trail. They got a big thing coming up here shortly. That's going to be wonderful. But uh, the work we've done, and uh, Laura Strickland with the county, uh, with the uh, Chamber of Commerce, she's beautiful. I followed the Chamber of Commerce, I guess, for 15 years, and she has been a real blessing to us. What is your greatest concern about the city of Sylacauga, and what are your plans to address these concerns moving forward? Uh, traffic. Uh, traffic's going to increase. We got uh, plastic hell coming in off of Gene Stewart Boulevard out there at the uh, industrial park, and they're going to add about 100 something more trucks uh, to our area and all. But addressing also the intersection of uh, coming off of Payable uh, Road into Silicaga, these are areas that we're going to have to work with LDOT on, and they'll help us with that. I do hope one day, you know, thinking about uh, Ron Johnson, what we call him Lizard was his nickname. Hopefully we can get with the county commissioners after they move, after this administration, you know, it's sworn in and everything else. I'd like to look at uh, renaming Maple Road for Ron Johnson. We, the city owns part of that road, but we have to work with the county for the rest of it. He traveled that, he lived on that road. He yes. traveled it uh, tremendously. But, uh, the main concern, yes, yeah, traffic's gonna be a big issue. And issue, another issue is gonna be houses. We, I wish we could find the developers coming here to build new subdivisions for our area and as the city grows hopefully that will happen yes sir well we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back you are listening and watching behind the headlines the weekly siliconganews.com podcast bringing you conversations behind the stories we tell and report we'll see you in a minute Maybe you're looking for that perfect home in the Silicaga area or you're being transferred and need to quickly sell your existing home let your hometown realtor help whether it's buying selling or renting a home Owner and broker Greg Tubbs of Fairmont Realty can help you. 
Fairmont Realty is located at 208 North Broadway in downtown Sylacauga, next to Odie's Deli. View their listings online at fairmont-realty.com. Fairmont Realty, your hometown realtor. SilicogaNews.com podcast, bringing you conversations behind the stories we tell and report. We are still here with Silicaga Mayor, Mr. Jim Heigel. Mayor Heigel. So, Mayor Heigel. Yes, ma'am. I know we were speaking a little bit earlier during the break about a film crew that's in town. Can you tell us a little bit about that? About the what? Film crew that's in town. Okay. We just met with them today. I got a call about a month ago. A company uh, wanted to do a documentary. They started off with the uh, Hodges uh, Media Right over in Oak Grove. And I talked to the uh, mayor of Oak Grove, Tony, Tony White, about that, and he's provided us information. And I also told him about Silicaga. And now we're going to get them interested in that, too, so they're going to be looking at us. And they haven't started filming yet. They're going to come back one more time and look at uh, what they can build out of this documentary for our city. That's part of my job, selling Silicaga to people, and that's really important for me, you know. But hopefully they'll be back, and they were very excited what they heard today. Yes, sir. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Mayor, for being here with us today. We absolutely really appreciate you coming in. Well, thank you, ladies. It's been a pleasure. Yes, sir. Thank you for watching and listening to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SilicogaNews.com podcast, bringing you conversations behind the stories we tell and report. Don't forget to watch our video podcast weekly on SilicogaNews.com, Mix 106.5, and Kicks 100.3 Facebook pages. Listen on air and find the podcast on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you like to listen. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and share with your friends. To contribute stories, suggest future guests, or to report news, email us at news at For my co-host, Darden Walton, and I, I'm Hannah Hammonds, and thank you for joining us. See you next time.